You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 92. And we got another, another great show lined up for you tonight. And we've got the boys from King City, Ontario coming to us, the Grand River Fowl Boys. Um, if you're in Ontario, Canada, um, for sure you've heard about the boys and you've seen some of their content. So uh, we'll dive in, get to know them a little bit better. But again, um, it's hard to find good help, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just me and Philly again this week. Just, just us. We are the only two constants when yeah, it comes me, to this show. Is is Philly and I? You don't want to hang that, out with that no, let's back this up a little bit. You're the only constant. Some <laughs> touch, touch and go moments with myself. Yeah. Well, this is true. Scheduling. This is true. Well, it is. It yeah. it's kind of important that I'm here, seeing as that uh, that you know it's kind of well, you drive the ship a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of my show. It's kind of my show. So we need we need someone to push the record button. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I also do a very important role in saving it onto our Google Drive. And then Dave takes it off the Google Drive and edits it. And then and then Dave puts it on Podbean and on YouTube. So it's a team effort. It's a team it's effort. Dave's pretty important then. Well, Dave is really important. Yeah. Really but but and and you know what? I don't think Dave listens to the episodes when he's not on. So um, we'll let's we'll just call this a little test. Let's just see if Dave actually listens to an episode hey, when he's not on. Find out. Yeah, we will find out. Dave's not here, man. Dave's not here. Dave's not here. Ladies and gentlemen, Philly's coming to us from Port Perry as usual, down in his little man cave that he's that he's slowly building into uh, quite the little duck hunting mecca. Um, someday he will. Someday he will give us a grand tour but it won't be today. And like I said, we got Chris and Mike coming to us all the way from King City, Ontario. So for anybody that don't know where King City is, that's left of Toronto. So not right. I'm right of Toronto in Odessa and the boys are left of Toronto and King City. So right along the Grand River, which is a huge water feature. So anybody that that's in Ontario, you'll know that area anyway. So boys, great to see you. Um, Thanks for having us on. Great to chat with you again. The yeah. last time I seen you was was down at the Toronto Sportsman Show, and that's when sort of kind of got this idea. Like, shit, man! Like, yeah, we got a chat. Yeah, we got a chat, and and it's you know the last. I think it's been the last two episodes. So this will be the third episode now, Phil, where we've had people on that we've been saying, listen, we got to get these guys on, yeah. and then you know, something, and, and I'm not trying to downplay is or nothing, but something else will come and we're like, okay, yeah. we got to jump on this right away. Yeah, and no, then, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but that's, that's, that's not world factor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. time. But you know, like you guys bumped into you down at the, down at Toronto show, had a quick chat. You guys have been, and you know, that was, I I'd like to start right there because the Toronto sportsman show, um, this year was the first time I've ever attended. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I've never attended it before because I was always 
pulled that it wasn't the greatest event. Well, growing up, we used to go all the time. Like when we were younger, it yeah. was like there was, and that's what Phil said. Acts, like jumping off waterfalls, the dog shows. It's yeah. been a constant for us. For yeah, probably like I don't know. Ever since it, it's I don't know, going, ten years old. old enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when it was down at the uh, MTC. Yeah, it was downtown Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I know. Phil Phil said the same thing. Like he said, him and his dad. Like his dad would yeah. take him at a school to go down yeah. to the Toronto Sportsman Show. Sorry, Phil. Years years ago. So if we're talking mid nine mid to late nineties, like my high school, we had a fly fishing club, and we would we would run the Young Anglers of Canada booth for Outdoor Canada. Oh no way! So, no. so Outdoor Canada was like the parent figure for the toronto sportsman show they were the I, ones that like ran the show okay. whereas like the spring like the like the old spring fishing show and the fall hunting show was outdoor can or ontario outdoors magazine mm-hmm. yeah. the toronto sportsman show was outdoor canada now the biggest thing is like a lot of people don't realize is like you know they hear like you know the sportsman show they just think fishing and hunting mm-hmm. where like you know there's kayaking mountain biking rock yeah. climbing like it's, it's a huge multi-facet show but obviously like the vast majority of the guys going like fishing and hunting stuff but like in comparison to the show that we attended you know just you know a few short weeks ago and had the pleasure of hanging out with you guys the show in past that i used to work at was like substantially larger yeah like way bigger Mm -hmm. that's what i keep hearing and when when i used to work the show it was 11 days long (laughs) like it was from the thursday to the following sunday yeah, yeah really eh? not just, not just um, thursday to sunday yeah you gotta go two weekends almost right like oh yeah and it would take you yeah. that long to walk to go through the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. i was talking to bill kennedy and i was telling him about it right so uh, i'm i don't know if you boys know who bill kennedy is but he's the guy that i train my dog with he's he's like the dog whisperer in these perks um and he told me back in the day that it was a huge dot like that was that would have been a huge dog trial uh event would have been would have happened down there at the same time purina was involved and like it was a huge huge deal and and our our, like weekends going to these dog shows and getting ready to watch them because they were like yeah really eh? really so i've been talking i've been talking to the, the general manager of the show, because again, right? Like this is the first time I've ever attended it and stuff. So I didn't realize that this year is the first year that this new company has taken over the show. So really? um, yeah, so the first time that, so this company, whatever the company is called, I don't know, but um, this is their first year running the show. So, hmm. um, you know, I just chatting with them and I'm like, you know, like what's, you know what's your plan and stuff like this and obviously they're not going to tell me but mm-hmm. um but that was the one thing that that he pointed out like listen we just put our we just tipped our toes into into the water here um yeah. trying to gauge exactly what the crowd wants and what the crowd wants to see and all this stuff so next year next year it'll be it'll be bigger and better so that good yeah, news killed it with all the giveaways and stuff this year too then you guys did a great job of that well, we, well, you know, we had, we're lucky with, with the sponsors that we got from the show between Craig Mintz and Real Geese and then Vortex Canada. Um, you know, those guys 
coming up and and saying here here take some stuff and give it away and and draw some attention to you um and even the yeti where we bumped into you yeah. guys to first yeah um that that yeti cup <laughs> well so dave and i already had our cup phil had no idea about this thing right so we tell phil about it phil's like oh okay well i don't really need another cup and then and then and then yeah and then phil finds out yeah well wait around until two o'clock and they'll put a beer into it and then right you know, he's high yeah, tailing the high high talent kicking kids over down on along the way trying to get I, down I, to the yeti booth I, to get a I, fucking I, mug I, pretty much cow. took i took mark's cup pushed him aside and yeah ran um so you part. guys so you guys didn't have a booth set up this year but you guys went mm -hmm. and uh and sort of hung out and, and, you know, walked around and, and interacted and did your, your thing. Like what was, I guess, what's your thought on the show? And, and uh, I, I doubt if the general manager uh, is watching this episode or is going to be watching this episode, but if like, if there was something that you would suggest, what would it be that you would suggest to make it a better uh, for next year? I'm sorry uh, to put you right on the spot, but yeah, no, uh, I don't know. Like the show, the show's good. Like I, and I know what Philly's saying. It's been, it's been getting progressively smaller over the mm -hmm. years, but it's still like, I find it a great way for people to network. Like, yeah, like, you know, we don't get to see you that all that that's often. right. That's right. A couple of years ago. Right. Yeah. But it brings people from at, outside at a waterfowl event. That was the yeah. last time. Yeah, exactly. So it right. brings people from outside Toronto. Cause it's like a, central-ish location and and right. um it still attracts people who want to come in and network so i think it's great for networking like i'm sure you guys saw a bunch of people oh, um, who you haven't seen it all maybe just through social media or whatnot well, even us like we always throw it up on our instagram or that we're going to be attending and if you're going to be around let us know dms yeah. in terms of like what to improve i don't know like i don't think yeah much more they can really do at this point if as long as people keep going then the I event can get bigger they just, yeah they just need to entice yeah. vendors as long as they get good vendors yeah to come out like there used to be so many so many vendors that they filled up like the toronto convention center in downtown that thing had like massive halls so i don't know as long as they they do a good job to attract the right vendors that people want then yeah should be okay should be yeah, yeah so th th you bring up a really really good point there because that was something that I was going to say to, to sort of kind of, because I know, and I've got friends that were, were very, um, I, I don't want to say unhappy, but, but they, they weren't big fans of the show. Right. Um, and, and I want to say, and I think this is the statement that I'm going to use now when anybody brings it up is I'm going to say, well, let, I challenge you to go to the show and to talk to, because the people that run the show, they're all over the place. There's no trouble to tell who they are and, and bring up suggestions or, or send them an email or, or hit them up on social media or something. Yeah. But don't say it to me. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can go yeah. to the, to the manager and I can say, well, listen, yeah. man, that, like there's a ton of duck hunters that he's going to go, well, of course, Damien, you're going to say that because yeah. you, you want to get a cheaper booth and you're going to say all kinds of stuff. Right. So I, that I challenge. And just like you said, if more people show up 
and there's more dollars coming in the door, then the smart businessman's going to go, okay, well, if there's more people coming, let, let's bring more stuff in because then that's going to bring even more people in. Exactly. more people more money um so yeah i i like it i think that i think that's a, a yeah. really good idea and like in previous years we'd be going like oh maybe there's gonna be some deals like we're gonna yep. pick up stuff but now it's more like yeah i talked to all these people on instagram i know like you guys or whatever i look forward to seeing like he was saying like more people in person <laughs> especially yeah. after the last few years of you know being trapped and only seeing certain few people now that brings up a better opportunity for everybody to get together again. Yeah, a really good point because in this day, so so down in the states, obviously, you know, waterfowl hunting down the states is 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 bigger than what it is up here, right? So, um, and and the big waterfowl festival shows, trade shows, whatever it is, those things are going the way to dote over, right? Because um, now I say that, but then there's the exception of like the East, the East and waterfowl festival that goes on for a week where they absolutely shut down the entire cities, the entire town, I should say, not the city, but the, the entire town and all the public transit is just bringing people from different venues to different venues. There, there are the, the rare exceptions, but everybody that I'm talking to, they keep saying, well, listen, like it's a big investment for me to go set up at this show when I'm probably not going to sell anything because most of the people have already bought something because of the internet and online shopping and all that exactly. stuff. And, and I get that from a customer, uh, uh, the purchaser, purchaser's viewpoint, I totally get that. But the thing that we're missing out on so, so much right now is this interaction and the only time that we get the interaction with one another is at these trade shows or exactly. unless we bump into one another while on a hunt or something like that. But, yeah. you know, the odds of that happening are, are slim to none, right? Yeah, so pretty far apart. Except you know, yourself. like you, you guys, you guys are what? Two and a half, three hours, three hours max away from me. From you, yeah. At least. I've yeah. seen, I've seen you guys twice in the last three years. Yeah. four three four years with covid before, um yeah. and both of those were at waterfowl festivals yeah. or events right so yeah. you're you're very you're, you're hitting nail on the head by saying um you know we it's it's more. a chance yeah we need more and it's a chance for us to interact and, and network and and get to talk because you can only do so much over email and text exactly dms or, all that it only goes so far you can or zoom that's right I feel like I know you guys, but I'd like hanging out with you too, right? Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I have now had that pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you being did. Able to, being able to hunt with you guys last that fall. Was a fun that day. was like, you know, we, we, did, we didn't smash, you know, a, a quad limit, so to speak. We should have though. <laughs> yes. We saw enough true. for sure. But sitting sitting in that field with you guys, like being, being able to hunt with you guys for the first time and actually, you know, like and we, we've spoke, you know, have spoken hours on end with each other over the years and so forth but yeah like being able to sit in that field next to you guys and shoot the shit and like legit getting smacked in the face with ducks yeah, like yeah. 15 minutes before legal light like you know again like that that's something i'll remember for a long time yep. like yeah again you know we, we didn't smash the limits but 
it's all the stuff outside of that exactly. is what counts. Like, and I'm, I'm at the point now, and again, like we spoke before, here's my goddamn earbuds falling out. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's stuff like that, you know, is what, you know, a lot of us live for, you know, the camaraderie exactly. and, yep. and so forth. And well, it helps when you have a, a duck landing on your layout blind 10 minutes before legal. That's yeah. pretty cool. Like that, that, cool. that, that was a blast. If it was, no, go for it. Sorry. If it was back. 10 minutes later, it would have been a little bit better, but. Oh, <laughs> you guys would have put that 20 gauge through its ringer. There might uh, not have been much of it. Are you left. guys on, are you guys on this 20 gauge kick too? Well, Phil's been there really, now. Oh yeah, my God. We had the pleasure of trying out a few of his. You know uh, what? You know, listen, I'm going to, I got to, I'm, I'm taking the stand because I was considering going to a 20 gauge next year. And, and I'm absolutely fucking refusing to go 20 gauge right now. And I'll tell you why is because I'm going to say it here and I can't even wait to hear the, the chatter here that I'm go. going to, yeah, I'm going to say it here. Do you know what? 20 gauge is the 6.5 Creedmoor. And that is 100%. Yeah, it is. It is all about because if you were shooting 20, if you were shooting 20 gauge, 10 years ago, I'd be like, you're cool. If Which you're I shooting, <laughs> bullshit, you, you weren't shooting 20 gauge 10 years ago. Buddy, I can track down the gun and fucking show it to you. I'm saying, tw- I'm saying 20 gauge is the new 6.5. It sounds like a challenge. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so that, that, uh, that, this that should be good. That, that particular shotgun is currently residing out in uh, British Columbia. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So, boys, we've been screwing around all over the place. Sorry. Well, that's all we. That's all we do. Um. So, tell us about Grand River Fowl because um, I really want to. It's great to get you guys on a chat and shoot yeah. the shit and stuff. But it's a, it's also a good opportunity for you guys to plug what you're all about. Um, plug your business and 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 everything that it is. Grand River Fowl. I I. I love it. I love the logo. I love the gear, um, which I, I'm a little embarrassed. I don't own anything, so I gotta, I gotta do. We'll something have to get you. Uh, 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 yeah, I, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll, I'll, um, but uh, yeah. So tell, tell, tell everybody that don't know to the millions of fans that yes. listen. Um, what is Grand River Fowl? So, pretty much, we started out as kind of just a page to um, almost just display our hunting stuff uh share content with people who like hunting like share our experience yeah like, we were we were getting a lot of flack on our regular shows on social media pages as most of you probably know no uh, but we'll go back to that so keep going we'll i'm gonna go write a note that. yeah like our personal pages people were complaining oh what's this hunting i don't want to see it so we're like you know what let's just start up our own thing people who want to see it can see it and we'll go from there and then the ball started rolling at that time. There wasn't really much going on on social media around here for um, not only waterfowl, but just hunting in general, it seemed like. So we're like, let's try and broaden that horizon. So from there, we started selling sweaters, t-shirts, hats. Yep. It was just taken off in that sense. Um, and it just became like a whole experience. I don't know how to describe it. It just kept going. So well, I, yeah, like I got to jump in here because like for anybody that, that doesn't know like you guys filmed a couple hunts um your grandpa and and you guys out out flooding that that property that you guys have like um 
I don't want you guys to downplay yourself. Like you guys got a lot of views on YouTube, right? Like you guys are doing well on YouTube. You've got a ton of views. A lot of that kind of stuff on YouTube. Yeah, there's not. We had this opportunity to make this pond and the millet and all that. And we're trying to figure out how to do this. Yeah. And there's, there was trial by, trial by error, right? Yeah. It was yeah. like, how does anybody do this without like knowing what to do? So we're yeah. like, let's just wing it and film it and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't I, find much in a way of like direction on YouTube. So we're just like, okay, we'll just yeah, go through it. the motions and then yeah. we'll film it. And you know, maybe it'll be helpful to someone else. Whatever happens, and happens. We're still learning from that too, right? We're always learning. Like, course i mean we mentioned it at the sportsman show like the pond like the first year we we built it it did well we got a couple good woody hunts out of it but we were having an issue well we're still having an issue of water retention like we built it in like part of our part of our property that you know generally holds water Mm -hmm. but uh we would have to pump it like water constantly it's right by the river which is great so it's easy to pump it yeah, but holding. So yeah, right. now we're on the Pump, pumping's the easy part. Retention, yeah. retention. Part. Yes, exactly. It's, that it's was the next story. Yeah, it was too much the work biggest to... issue with that is soil soil composition. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, thinking uh, being an engineer, I would have thought about that, but uh, <laughs> we didn't. So now we're. Uh, if anyone knows anybody who uh, has an extra load of clay that they want to offload, <laughs> yes. I was just gonna say. Yeah. Well, that, I was just gonna say. I'm like. Well, then, you know, because clay is not a, it's not class A gravel. It's not, it's not a, you know, it should be fairly cheap to get, but then again, you know, you got to bring it in by the tandem load. Um, And that whole area we flood generally, we're like, okay, this ground is saturated. It's always always moist. It's always holding water. So we're like, okay, this might work. (laughs) Yes. Moist. (laughs) Allegedly. I like, yeah. No, I, I, and I do, and I love it. And I love, and I love the fact that I tell you what I like the most about it is that the fact that you guys acknowledge that, listen, we don't know if this is going to work. We're we're really just trying. um, And if anybody can learn from our mistakes, so be it. If this works out first shot, then we look like geniuses, (laughs) but if it doesn't, well, we're just, you know, we're, we're, it's trial by error, just like you yeah. said, right? If it, if and it then, doesn't work, we don't speak about it ever again. Well, no, because now we are. Yeah, now you are, but still, like, you got your grandfather out there with you. He's helping you. God love his heart. Um, yep. He's out there and, and, and into the shit and into everything, which is so it, it's, it's awesome, right? And it is, it's awesome to see because. One thing that YouTube and and social media, it's sort of like a double-edged sword, right? You've got a group of people that are are trying to, and I got to be really careful on how I word this, but you've got a group of people that's trying to pretend that there's someone that they're not. And then you have a group of people that are, listen, this is it. This is how it is. Um, Mm -hmm. It either works or it doesn't work, right? and, And so- it when people talk about YouTube and Facebook and social media and the videos and TikTok and all that stuff, um, you can't just take the bad because there's a bunch of good that comes with it too. Oh, yeah, and exactly. I think and I think what you guys were doing or or are doing and continuing to do is that it is a good thing because you're you're just being humble, like you're just two dudes 
trying to make a place that you could shoot some Pretty ducks much. and and Pretty that's much. it and and i don't know how many people tell you but i i can guarantee you that there's a lot that are like oh, i'm glad i'm glad i watched that video because now i know not to do this do you know what i mean yeah. and and exactly. everything and you're an engineer so listen time is money material is money um mm -hmm. listen nobody wants to be just exactly. flushing water right so I, okay. I i love it i i think it's awesome i think any of you um that haven't anybody that's listening if you haven't checked out the grand river fowl boys on on youtube you really should because the, it is some good it really is some good content and i gotta tell you that i was jealous for a while watching it i'm like man look at the boys they're just getting all these hits on youtube and i'm like yeah you know like, what i mean we like expected it all to be honest like yeah and that's the beauty about it. When you don't expect yeah. it, or you're just like, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. Um, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. That's the beauty about what you guys are doing. And I, yeah. I absolutely love it. What, what I want to yeah. do is go well, with your boys and stage. shoot a widgeon. Have you never shot a widgeon? Yeah, really? No. The, no. These, these two lads crushed no. the widgeon. The widgeon. Oh, boy. Hell, you got to come out. <laughs> October time. We'll, we'll have you I will bring a gun. We almost did. It was, it was and a camera. Widgeon or the mallard. Anybody oh. can shoot a big fat green head. I want a goddamn widgeon. True. Um, I, that, you know what? That, I'm going to self-invite myself here. Um, I, think I, that, I think that is something that we should make like an episode. God, I just want to shoot a goddamn widgeon. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get Phil it. on a widget. We'll we'll yeah. the episode that Phil he gets a widget. I might even bring, widget. I might even bring a handful of guns to share. Oh my god! Sure. Um, I mean, well, I tell you what, he got his fucking snow goose a couple weeks Being, ago. So actually, no, that was a shared event. That shared, it was uh, shared goose. Uh, that, yeah, that was it was shared, shared between five people, but. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I think they, I think Dave and I were the only two people that didn't that didn't shoulder our gun. It was like I, boom, boom, I, boom, boom. Like you could watch, watch, you could watch that goose coming down, getting hit, and the and, and the and wads. Just, <laughs> it was poor fucking yeah. thing. with the wads. Yeah, I can tell you this much: I was the last one to fucking hit it. <laughs> you knew it too, because I was putting I was putting rounds into that bird as it was going down, just making sure it was dead. Shoot, shoot the feet yeah, off so we can't run away. Funny. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So let's go back to this. Let's go back to this that you were getting some flack on, on your social media because we're going to go there and then I'm going to segue into something else that I just sure. been learning over the last couple of days. So sure. uh, go go for it. With, yeah, uh, no, we've been hunting our whole lives ever since we were younger. So yeah. Uh, growing up in like the Facebook era, then evolving into Instagram and all that stuff. I was never afraid to post them, you know, a deer hunt or ducks or a turkey hunt or whatever. Yeah. But um, I noticed, well, like, well, I don't want to see dead animals. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see that. And I'm like, okay, well, it's not only about the dead animals, but do other people really know that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So that's where it kind of stemmed off into you know what, let's just, I don't want to have to post this and worry about people giving me flack or giving and, him and flack. Or probably upsetting people. I get it. I or get upset. It. Yeah. It's not for everyone. I understand, but yeah, there was a lot of things. Right. So we're like, you know what, let's just make a space where we can do this and not have to worry and just go for it. 
yeah that, that was pretty I, much the gist of it we I, were... I think we do a good job with that on the like the channel too with our media stuff we try to show the journey behind it and right. like the whole experience rather than just posting photos of like pile pics or, or yeah whatever. Like and, and around. I... we try to like make whatever reels or, or short videos showing like how we got there who's involved mm-hmm. like the whole experience i think Setting we try our employees. best to do that i don't know maybe you guys can comment whether we do yeah no you do and i think and i think it's a good thing because i think actually i don't think i, I i'm pretty positive that the majority of the anti-hunters not the non-hunters because there's non-hunters that really don't give a fuck that no, we hunt. Yeah. Um, but the anti-hunters, I don't think they realize how high we regard the animals that we hunt. Mm-hmm. And, and that is something that I think um, you guys do a good job of. Um, and I think it's something that the majority of us as hunters, and I think even myself, because I don't think I do a great job at it. But you've heard it a million times. How many times have you heard someone say that hunters are the biggest conservationists in the world, right? Um, so what, what is anti-hunting anti propaganda go towards? Nothing. Nothing, no. Or, or it's some fat, some fat cat that, that sits at, at, at a board of governors that's making the six figures a year, right? Um, yeah. But I... I really don't think that most anti-hunters understand how much we think about the animals that we're hunting and and, and all of the work that we do exactly. to, to try and encourage population. And and listen, I get it. And and it's the old the old story with Ducks Unlimited and Delta, right? Like they started it just they started these organization organizations so that the populations would continue to grow so there was always birds that they can hunt yes i get it but but there is a much bigger a picture bigger, yeah well we can speak to that because of our our farm right like yeah all year round we're there you know grooming like shooting lanes we're doing food plots we're making sure the herd's healthy like minerals yeah um, I don't know. Like we, we put in work all year round. Bird boxes. Bird boxes, nesting uh, areas, <laughs> just so that we know these birds, not only the birds, but turkeys, deer, um, anything. And everything all... that and everything that follows exactly. those, exactly. right? And everything that follows those it's not deer. Not like we just walk back there, shoot a deer and leave, or or go and shoot six right. ducks and leave. But that's what people think it is. We're there almost every weekend but yeah. in some sort of work somewhere to be able to make this happen. So that's just a, a, a different perspective that a lot of people don't get. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's, there's a ton, and I, like I, I, I use that very loosely, like there's a ton more work that goes into what you do for the preservation of habitat and conservation and so forth than actually your time that goes into the pursuit yep. of said species. And like in, for those that don't like, for those that don't know, like you guys are are big deer hunters as well. Um, like you know, like those that don't follow the channel and stuff. Like you guys love your whitetail. Mm-hmm. Come fall, like you know, you guys dedicated a little, little bit of time chasing uh, yep. Bambi and for yeah. lack of a better term. <laughs> but um, like 
the amount of work and effort that goes into, you know, habitat conservation and like, you know, on the, on the hunter side of things like food plots and stuff, like people just don't get it. Like a lot of this, a lot of this time, effort and money goes into the benefit, benefit and conservation of said species yep. as opposed to just hunting them. You know why? Cause you, cause you want them to thrive. You want them to reproduce. Right. You want them to do better. And this is why you put all this time, effort and money out of your own pocket because you're not mm-hmm. getting compensated by like the yeah. ministry or whatever that's right you're doing this out of your own good out of your own pocket for the benefit of said species and all these antis don't see that no and they, and they need to get stuffed that's a really good point phil so i i get it the time and and the work um mm-hmm. yeah get it but it's also <clears throat> your own earned money it's your yeah. own money and i'm going to tell and you it's and, and it's not so i no. so i know nothing about a food plot for deer mm-hmm. other than i know that it's expensive and it's yeah. it's it's time consuming it takes a ton of work it takes a ton of effort and it's not cheap to do and that is i i understand and and i this this would be the hard thing in trying to, to talk to an anti-hunter because they're just going to throw in your face where you're just doing it because you want to shoot a big animal. Well, yes, I do. I, I do want to shoot a big animal, but I also want to make sure that the animal's healthy, that it's, it's offspring is healthy, that exactly. it's going to continue to build the, the, uh, the population much, much like um, I'm not, I, I don't do it as much as I wish I did, but um, only shooting greenheads. Like how many people do you know that will only shoot a male mallard duck? They will not shoot a hen because mm-hmm. they want they want the hens to be reproducing. You don't you don't yep. get rid of the, re- the conservation thing. Yeah, it, it's just it's it's so wild and so I get it. So the anti hunters and stuff. And the reason why I wanted to guys, uh, I got to circle back around on this. The reason why I wanted to bring this up is because there is a, there's a lot of chatter right now that um, for anybody that watches YouTube, there's, there's a ton of shows on YouTube uh, hunting shows, um, you know, where they're, where they're just smashing limits. They're, they're getting their elk, deer, moose, whatever it is they're hunting. And these, and, and there's people that make, well, they make their living, they make their income and, and it puts food on their table. And this yep. is how they do it. They do it through their YouTube channels and stuff. And there's been a lot of chatter that YouTube is going to start demonetizing all of these channels where animals are getting killed. Yep. Really? Oh. Yep. So there, there is that like YouTube uh, is, is cracking down on it. So anything you know, and, and we, Phil and Ryan in past episodes, and we all feel like it, but Phil and Ryan really went on a big rant way back when uh, over these tasteful or these distasteful pictures that people put up after they, they shoot an animal, be it a bird or an animal or, or whatever. Um, and that's not doing us any favors oh, whatsoever, no. none whatsoever. But now, now you have, you know, one of the, the breakthrough biggest technological advances in the world or in our time with YouTube 
and now that is gonna that's gonna get taken away. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure. We but, don't know for sure, but, in but there's in chatter about it, right? In, in fairness, if that ever does go by way of like the dodo bird, mm-hmm. so, someone will come up with hunt tube. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, it's oh, already oh, oh, hey, it's already started. Trade trademark. Is that um, right? Is that I right? Want, Chris? I, I want royal, I want royalties. Yeah. Is it, somebody's a, already started uh, something um, like that, Chris? Yeah, there's a few guys on YouTube who've already started. I can't remember the name of it now, but okay. they have started a website where it's just strictly outdoors content that people aren't going to yeah. get penalized for. And yeah, so, like there, there's yeah. there's always ways around it. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and the reason and I, one of the biggest reasons so I've known this talk to Jeff talk to Jeff Coates and, and talk to Bobby Hayes and talk to all these people. Um, and they've all said that this is what they're hearing. But today I listened to the podcast from the East Coast Waterfowl Mafia and they had a guy on, um, uh, I forget his first name, last name was Hines. Anyways, um, big time, big time guy down in the States, um, big time waterfowler. Uh, and he's got a show or a I think it's a channel called the roost. Uh, I've watched it before. I just, I just don't know too, too much about it. Um, yep. But that's what, that's ultimately, ultimately what he done was that, listen, um, you're taking away, you're censoring me. I can't show this. I can't show that. So yep. now what he's done is he's made a subscription based. Um, Patreon or something yeah, like that. Well, it, it's sort of, it's, it's his own thing. So yep. Uh, if you want to watch it, you can watch some stuff for free, but if you want like the really, yeah. really good stuff, you pay a monthly fee, right? And yeah. do you know what I'm thinking here, Damien? What? Only hunts. Oh, shit. Dave, Dave, I hope you're listening, Dave, because only you hunts. need... You Actually, need... no. No. Do you, who, who, do you know who needs to be listening? Yeah, Greg. Payne. Greg. <laughs> Greg? Greg only here, hunts. if you can do me a solid bro only, only hunts. hey so philly I'll, I'll throw this to you you yes, create sir. you create only hunts you you get you do all the work get everything done we'll slip in there <laughs> I'll, I'll throw you an honorable mention there <laughs> yeah there you go there you go there you yeah. go no but seriously like yep this is where we're going, right? Because the squeak, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And and listen, I, as a hunter, it, it it upsets me that that the antis are getting their yep. way. But at the same point, I see some of the stupid pictures and you videos that 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 make its way on. And and you can't blame an anti hunter exactly. for thinking. Some of the things oh, that they like think. We, we, we are our own worst enemy. Oh, 100%. A million 100%. times, and I agree every yeah. time you say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, recently, actually, because we have, I don't know if you have a Facebook store or a marketplace store no, for your gear, no. but we have um, linked yeah. to Facebook our, our shirts and whatever. Yeah. And we used to have a shirt that was just a, like something similar to this, but it was like a crosshairs with our yeah. logo on it, and it was called the Crosshairs Tea. And uh, recently, I think this was actually just last week, um, they said they're taking it off marketplace because it goes against their guidelines. 
just because it's called the crosshairs yeah, cross right. and it involves firearms. firearms yeah. yeah. You can thank Fuckerberg for that. Yeah. Well, so it's already starting in that sense too. It's like, yeah, something as simple as that. Come on. Like yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. That is I, all, that is all California. Right yeah, big, big California, yeah. big tech, right? There. Yeah. 100%. But I think, and, and there are a lot of people not, and I'm not sure I'm one of them. Actually, I'm, I'm convinced I'm not one of them, but there are a lot of people out there that are very, very well-spoken, educated advocates for what we do. And the problem is, is that our people that are very well-spoken, educated and advocates, they get drowned out by the antis. And, exactly. and that's and that's the problem, right? Because if I, our voice was the loudest, it wouldn't be an issue. But our I voice think is I, a lot the loudest. Right honestly, now. I yep. think Damien, like, I think the biggest issue is those educated, you know, smart people and stuff. <laughs> they they get drowned out by our own Neanderthals. Yeah, yeah, the knuckle draggers. Yeah, big time. The 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 antis are not the problem with drowning out like you know our voices and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the knuckle dragging knuckle dragging meatheads, right? Is the problem? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We again, we are our own worst enemy. Yeah. And it's the the knuckle draggers are normally the the loudest. It's the mouth breathing. Yeah. Knucklehead, you know, knuckle dragging meatheads that are the issue. Yeah. I agree. Not, not, yeah. not, not so the antis. Like again, like we've got more than our fair share of articulate, smart, mm-hmm. well-spoken yeah. advocates for you know the hunting and and so forth industry. Yeah, but it's our own melon heads. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, very true. Out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah, no. Like people, totally people true. don't know when to keep their mouth shut. It's almost better like, to like, stop talking sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. My, my my beer can has a higher IQ than you do. You should probably <laughs> stop speaking. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I can dig that. I can I can I can believe that. I, I really can, uh, especially because I know I know of a couple here in Ontario that I absolutely refuse to even converse with. Because yeah. I I know that it's it's just it's a yelling match. Yeah, it's not even worth the. Uh, yeah, the it's not even a conversation. It's it's a yeah. yelling match, right? Who who screens and, uh, the, who screens the loudest? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good one. So Phil Phil yeah. just Phil just yeah. text just text me, uh, one of the names that I'm really thinking of, and and I'm sure you could think of the other I, name too, I, Philly. I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, without getting too far away, I think what you guys are doing is is the absolute right thing is that you're, you're being very humble. You're, you're not trying to pretend to be something that you're not, you you are, you are, um, two cousins. Yeah. Two cousins that just love hunting. Just, just yeah, having a time, loving the hunting. The hunting. Yeah, at going to the hunt camp, fucking around, which is which oh, is yeah. half half the fun, right? Because exactly. like, yep. so talk us through. So so this is this is where fucking around comes in. Yeah, talk us through the night that you said, you know what? 
we should go flood Papa's field. Oh no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you have to ask for permission first. So yeah. imagine yeah. how that works. But... Permission. Yeah. Dear, dear grandpa, we want to yeah. fuck up your land. Yeah. yeah. But seriously, like that that had to be at some yeah, point one night. Thing. Yeah. One yeah, night you're was... sitting around drinking crown and you're like, yeah, you know literally. what? We should flood, we should flood Papa's field. Uh, uh I, I I digress. They were drinking bird dog. Okay. I wish we we don't have any. Yeah. Even though they're your unofficial sponsor. That that's yeah. a you problem. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> yeah. No. Basically, it's just like we would just like what see some YouTube videos of like guys in the states with like these massive like cornfields or millet like whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what's that guy's name down there who does it all the time? Tony. Yes. Tony, Tony Vandemore. Oh, yeah. Tony Vandemore. Yeah. And we used to watch these videos. Like, man, this looks like. Unreal. Can work, so that's yeah. where we got the idea, and yeah. then we just found a spot, and we're like, uh, "Hey, Grandpa, like, can we like, can we like turn this Bring over? an excavator here? Yeah, and an excavator. Start digging? Can we and, ruin, uh, can we ruin your shit? Pretty much. We're not using that piece of land right there, right? Okay, great. And that's kind of just how it happened. Like, we were just like, man, yeah. let's try it. Well, what he's like, lose? his answer was like, well, what do you mean you want to put like yeah, he, six inches of water in a corner of the field? I'm yeah. like, well, it attracts ducks. You know, he's not a huge duck hunter, right? right. He's only it's been out. Total old school. Yeah. He's so old school, you know? So it's like, well, what do you mean you want to just like control the amount of water that's in the field? Like, why would you want to do that? It's like, just trust us. Just let us do it. Come on, please. <laughs> we basically yeah. have to Famous them. last words. Just trust us, okay. Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa, yeah, yeah. here's a bottle of wine. We got this. Yeah. Trust me. We told them we're, we're planting um, feed in it. So planting he's like oh he probably thought like tomatoes or something we're yeah, like oh no right. don't worry we're planting it's good yeah okay, <laughs> like, okay. It's, it has to be good if they're putting something in the ground like no problem stuff and then fucking drown it yeah pretty much he's like well won't it just die it's like no 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 no, no don't worry <laughs> and the next thing you know we have an excavator a couple of three inch pumps a berm yeah, it was it was intense, and and it just snowballs, right? Like pretty yeah. much. Once you start, you can't really stop. So yeah, we just kept going, and we're like, okay, well, we got to plant certain things in certain areas. We got to have a landing hole. Built He's like, blind. what do you mean you need a landing hole? It's like, okay, why don't you just like just come along for the ride? Let us teach you for <laughs> once, maybe, and yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah, but you know, when- and, and I I remember years ago talking to you guys about this whole this whole venture about like what you guys were getting into and talking about like flooding the farm or like how it was doing and stuff and like it's nice to see it kind of somewhat quasi coming to fruition and whatnot yeah. but like it's more entertaining to hear about your grandfather I know. than the actual <laughs> the, the, everybody the loves itself. him too and it's like <laughs> he was never a huge waterfowl guy you know we kind of got into it ourselves yeah. he's like strictly deer hunting rabbit hunting the old mm-hmm. school like let's go yeah. up to camp for two weeks and hunt deer and then go home yeah, but um, we needed some time to like fill that void. We loved hunting growing up with him, so yeah. we're like, you know what? Let's let's get into waterfowl. Let's get into turkey. We need yeah. to like keep this going all year round. And you know, he's grown from that. So it's like he brought us into it, and we kind of helped him evolve into it. Right. We expanded it. Right. Like he's he came for like a turkey sit one time, and we got him a couple times on the water or in fields for duck hunting, goose hunting, and 
Yeah. He loves it, right? Like, he just likes to be with us. Yeah. Right. And that's part and of the guys, you know, come up to camp on the Friday night, you know, make barbecue, have a fire, and then the next morning, you know, go up for the hunt. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's really what it's all about in the end, honestly. Yeah. Like, for like, us, at least. So, well, I'm and, and for I want to be able to do the same thing with my grandkids, right? That's right. And like your grandfather, your grandfather has shot more deer, shot oh. more rabbit than, yeah. than, he could he care less. Remember, he could care less. Now yeah. it's all for you know. Did you see? Did you guys see that? Uh, I think it was um, Mossy Oak. I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it was Mossy yeah, Oak. Put a post on today yeah. of of the gentleman. One years old. Yeah, Toxie Hayes is in the photo, and like, can you imagine? Seventy five years in a row. Seventy five years in a row, this man is tagged out on turkey. Which Unreal. we got to talk about because we're almost running out of time and Turkey's starting up. Well, yeah. the day that everybody's listening to this is we'll day one of Turkey uh, in Ontario. So, yeah, but I, like, I will have a bird hanging already. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you'll post this video and we'll have some nice pictures of a nice turkey. That, actually, that would be really cool if, if that's what if if we could pull that off because I'm I won't be out the first the first two weeks uh, of yeah. Turkey. But that would be really cool if, if we did a post that we had you guys on. Um, this is and then you guys hit up Bam Bam uh, and Philly. Same with you, you Mark, Dave. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Dave would be out on Monday. Um, I know I'm going to be out. Yeah, you'll be oh, out. I won't be out until like week two. Um, I put the vacation request in today. <laughs> oh, my, my, mine is sheer dumb luck that Turkey Opener falls on my day off. Oh, really? Beautiful. Sheer dumb luck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like your grandfather, like he could care less about shooting a deer or, sh or shooting anything. That's why yeah. when you say he just loves being with you, that's all he cares about. He just wants exactly. to be up in the goods with you guys. He yep. he's he's done his share of getting excited and and the goosebumps. Yep. Now he wants to see you guys Pass with the goosebumps. And yeah. And yep. you know, that's and and listen. Um, 20 years ago, if you would have went to your, to your grandfather and said, listen, we want to flood a corner of your land. He would have told you, no. go fuck your head. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting it. But now he, he's watching yeah. you guys and he wants, he, he's like, he's, if that's going to keep you guys coming up here every weekend, <laughs> then that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. 100%. Yeah. If, if, if I get to kill stuff with you doing all the hard work, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> he just wants to eat yeah. after, right? So we do yeah. all the work. For yeah. Yeah, don't don't let those old bones fool you. His brain no. is his his mind is still pretty sharp. He knows oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> he knows what's happening. But yeah, with turkey season coming up uh, in a few days, well, if you're listening to have this, you got, turkey, have you got your bird? Have you have you found your birds? Yeah, we got. Well, we pretty much exclusively hunt our farm and a few neighbors. Yeah, uh, there's a good enough population in that area oh, that yeah. we're we're set over there. But we yeah. gained permission on a a new farm this year that we're kind of excited to hunt. Okay. We hunted it for waterfowl season this year. And he's like waking up every morning and he's sending me pictures of turkeys in his field. And I'm like, all right, well, are we going to hunt it? Are we not going to? And yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get the feelers. Yeah. So now that uh, that's secure, we're going to try and get after it on a new farm, which is always exciting too. That's so cool. yeah, nice. we're pretty excited. You know, and Phil, chime in on this too, because I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, how many turkeys have I shot? Four. 
So yeah, we need only, to fix only, that this year. Only I've only shot four turkeys, so I've only went out um, turkey hunting five times, right? Every we need every to fix that. So yeah, because it's to, it's yeah. not it, like I like it. I enjoy. Actually, I'll tell you why I go mostly is because my son loves it. My son okay. loves turkey hunting because in our experience, it's it's very quick right? Like it, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot to it. We go to a place where there's turkeys, we set up, wait for first light, they come in, we shoot it, oh. clean it, and, and we're heading home, right? So, in, so in it's, fairness, the, the best part is, is you put out three decoys as opposed to two fucking hundred. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> that, but this is the thing exactly. about, so I don't know, I don't know how turkey hunting happens anywhere else other than you know, Southern and Eastern Ontario, which is scout, 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 find your bird and then, or you find a flock of birds, right? A general area and you go, okay, there's turkeys here. Um, And even the night before, because I've done it when, when I hunted with Mark Fitch and Ryan Bro, we, we've like, okay, we put them, we put them, we put them to sleep. We'll come yep. back tomorrow morning and, and we'll get them because yep. scouting is key, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for people that say I'm going to turkey hunt and they blindly get up in the morning and I'm not saying anything bad about it because I, I, I really don't know. I'm not educated enough on turkey hunting to know about this, but does it work that, that you wake up in the morning and say, well, I'm going to this area. I haven't yep. seen anything there for. That's how we mainly hunt, to be honest. Yeah. Really? So, and that's well, so. Well, we know they're in a general. They're in the area. So. Right. But seriously, is... like you guys don't, because when I've done it, like we've literally watched yeah. the bird go up into the tree. Well, we do that too sometimes. Yeah. Sure. For us, yeah. it's kind of hard because obviously we have full-time jobs right so right it's hard for us to get up there friday we we have to drive usually an hour to our spot so right. by the time we get up there it's it's almost too late to yeah. get back there and scout okay right, right? yeah so that like makes sense in the makes morning sense. you kind of we kind of know a we general, have cameras yeah we have, cam- right? we have cameras too but in the morning you hear that gobble you can slightly adjust <laughs> to where you are right like we know like usually where they hang out so if we're close enough we're not going to move but if we hear that gobble in the distance we know kind of where they're going we'll adjust it's like okay. you've got to be stealthy about it right don't right. be too obvious take your time okay and so it's not it's not a slam dunk for you guys every morning no, right no not okay usually. so so for the last four birds that i've shot uh four three the last three birds that i've shot slam dunk yeah. I knew where they were. I know You've been spoiled. I, I have been 100%. Not always like that. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the only experience. And so for me to, to say, I, I have hunted where I've said, well, and, and I've been with people and we're like, well, there's turkeys in the area. They should come by. And, and they haven't. Right. But, um, yeah. but the last three birds that I've shot and my son Cade's been with me, like, I don't know. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes after legal, we've got we've got a we've got a tom down, and and we're snapping pictures. Do you know what I mean? Out of all all the birds that I've ever shot and all the turkey hunting I've ever done, never once 
have I ever roosted a bird. Never. Interesting. Really? So all the hunting that I've done, mm. like I, I scout in the morning because like come evening time, like, you know, you have a big dinner, you're winding it down, whatever. I have never once roosted a bird. Really? All my, all my scouting is done. Like, well, I'll, I'll do like kind of quasi midday, late morning scouting. Okay. Where like you'll, you'll see birds out in fields and stuff and you can pretty much get an idea. Like there, there's a huge tall wood stand 300 yards from you. And you're an hour into legal light. You were roosted right there. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And all all the properties that I hunt, and like I'll move around a fair bit just so I'm not like hammering the shit out of one property over and over. You can pretty much get an idea. And like again, I've been turkey hunting for like 20 years, and hunting these properties year after year, you you develop a sense of you know and yeah. an idea of where these roosts are, and you can pretty much peg her down to within 100 yards or two. Yeah, like with us, there's so a, again, a and that, but that's how I do things. Yeah. So I don't have, I don't have, I don't need to roost a bird. Yeah. I know, I know for the past 10 years, that's where it's been. That's the tree they use. Yeah. And that's I'll where I was kind of going. Sit over there. Like, we have this creek in the right that goes right through the hardwoods on our property. And every, we call it Turkey Alley for a reason because yeah. they literally roost there every single year. Almost every year. Yep. Like I don't think there's been a year except your for first, last year. Your first turkey was. Yeah, my first was turkey was in that alley there. Yeah, and they they constantly roost there. There's a water source. There's hardwoods. There's a bit of pines to get protected from wind, and yep. it, they can't go wrong, right? That's the perfect spot. Yeah, I think it kind of just depends on the property. Like every property's got a little different, like I guess vibe going on. But kind of like going to what Damien was saying, like we don't necessarily roost them or whatnot but we kind of know their patterns because it's our property we've been there for so long and yeah, yeah. cameras and stuff right so you spend, you spend the time year after year mm-hmm. yeah again you're, 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 so, you're, you're doing your scouting so, so i can buy pre, i can buy pre-shooting light yeah. yeah like i can buy what you guys are saying like this is property that you are you're familiar with um so just like what you say chris like uh when you're sitting there and you hear a gobble, okay, that's close. We're not going to move. Oh, that's distant. Okay, I think he's going to go this way. Let's be stealthy and get up that way. That that I can buy. Let's, like, I I, I don't know if this happens, and, and I'm looking for someone to tell me. And please, if anybody's listening, comment and, and let me know. But, like, does anybody actually just wake up on or a Friday night, get off work and say, okay, I'm turkey hunting or Sunday night, whatever, um, turkey openers on Monday and say, okay, I'm going here and I'm going to go turkey hunting. Have no idea if there's birds in the area. I'm going to pick a tree where I think, well, if I was a turkey, this is where I would be. Like, is, is that, is that something that actually happens? I'm sure it happens. And you know what? The odd time that it works, that person's hooked for life. (laughs) Could you imagine having no idea and then going out there and they're just smacking a fucking monster? Yeah. Like me and Ryan bro, me, Ryan bro, Mark bitch and uh, Brian Robert, we hunted in Ottawa Valley one time. And I'm not joking, fellas, when I say this. We were in a tree line. We knew we're, we knew there was birds in the area. I seen a fucking turkey walk out of the tree line. 
and took a cigarette out of his mouth and, and, and stepped on it. It was the biggest Jesus bird I've ever seen in my life. And I mean, this thing was a fucking monster and it come out and, and it's big because it was smart and yeah. it come out and it sort of did a left and a right. And then just turned around and went right back into the woods. It was oh, like, yeah. no, this something's not right yeah. here. And yeah. I mean, that thing was a fucking monster. Yep. And I say it all the time. I was like, I seen a turkey smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and he come out and he was like, where are all the bitches at? I swear yeah. to God, that's that's what he they're said. They're not here. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not here. There's something not yeah, right about some this. Some of the dudes here that I'm not familiar with. Mm -hmm. let's, yeah, let's get out of here. No yeah. chicks here today. Yeah, no, it, but, you know, so you guys are squared away. Philly is, Philly, Philly, have you got, like, have you lined up birds? Like, you, do you know you have birds and where you're going? So I've got, I've got like four or five properties that, that I kind of float around with. Okay. But there's been, there's been one that I've been kind of focused on the most in the past two, three years. Um, this same property is where my father and I, between the two of us, we shot three mature toms last okay. season alone. I yep. shot two. My dad shot one because he got buck fever and shit the bed. Uh, <laughs> like legit shit the bed. Six, 60 something year old man fucking comes unglued. Wow. Well, yeah. That still happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that, that, that's what I love to fucking see. Wow. Oh, yeah. Legit. Like my, my dad, 60 something years old fucking buck fever come unglued shit the bed because he was like that like oh fucking oh, now what <laughs> but um yeah so i guess it was this well, about a week and a half ago um this same particular property so i took my my young fella dylan like him and i we had to we had to do a costco run so i'm like we got to factor in some turkey scouting and going to costco so i go by this particular property we parked the truck and the, the, the main mission was like legit just to go down and clear out a spot where my dad and I are going to sit. Cause we didn't get a chance to do that last year when I got permission on, on this parcel. And so it was like, just get in, sit down and just boom, birds showed up and you start throwing haymakers. So I'm like, all right, so I want to get in there exact same tree. I want to get it cleared out, make it all nice and pretty and stuff. So like again, we can have to go my little guy, we roll up in the property, park the truck. I kid you not. We get 10 feet from the truck. I look out in the field. Turkeys. There's like 20 birds. Yep. We're going back to the truck. <laughs> well, I, I sat there. I get the binos out. And I'm like, yeah, there's there's seven strutters. Nice. Seven. Well, we're kind of we're kind of scrolled here. So we, we left, went to Costco. We came back like an hour later. At that point, the birds had moved out. <laughs> and we managed to get down to like the tree, the where my tree. Dad and I killed the birds last year got yeah. everything cleared out but like I haven't even scouted really my other properties so I'm like I've got That's seven birds here yeah but like um, I know his, like historically my other properties hold birds like it's it's not an issue because like the roost is there yeah so, I yeah. uh I just uh, like when you talk about your dad uh I still like it is complete goosebumps over my entire body when i hear that first gobble in the morning oh yeah, oh, yeah. every time oh, yeah. like that is and 
Like your hair stands up. Oh, buddy. Like that is, yeah. and it's got to be the loudest wow. thing you've ever heard in your yeah. life. Well, here's the thing. This roost that we hunted last year and where we hunt this year, where we get in and set up, the birds are 80 yards behind us oh, yeah. at best. Like you, you can feel their breath. Oh, yeah on the back of your neck when they fire up. It's awesome. We were the first summer the first time I took my son out and I had him set up next to me. And I, you know, I'm telling him, I'm like, listen, you got to be quiet. You can't be moving. So Kate's 12 now. So he was probably nine at the time. Um, and I was like, just be quiet and stuff like this. So, you know, we're sitting there and, and trying to keep him quiet and stuff. And then we hear the gobble and I'm like, okay, buddy, now's time. Time. we need you not to move just be super quiet because they're, they're coming right and <laughs> and and i hear him go dad dad and i'm like be quiet buddy be quiet and he's like there's a skunk and i'm not fucking oh. joking when i look at it corner <laughs> of my eye there there's is. a skunk like walking right by the side oh. of him and, and i'm like don't move, buddy. Please don't move. And he's like, bad. I was like, don't worry. He's not going to just, as long as you don't just jump, let go. just yeah. let him do his thing. Yeah. Do not move. And he'll just carry on and do his own thing. But if you friggin' move and scare him, then we're this, screwed. <laughs> yeah, this hunt's over. Boys, um, I really hate to, to cut this off, but. Jesus, we could go for another hour, I'm sure. Know, honestly, or two. Yeah. <laughs> or two, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's been an hour, fellas, and, and it yeah. went by super, super fast. So uh, like like I say to everybody, and Phil says it, and Mark and Dave, and, and we all say it, listen, you have an open invite anytime you want to come Definitely. back on the show. And, and, and I'm sincere when I say that. Don't wait for an invite from me. If there's something and and if there's something you're like, listen, we should we should contact yep. Damien at, because I think this is good news and we should we should share it. Then send me a message. Yep. Don't wait for an invite really. from me. Um. So we'll do a quick around the table uh, as usual, and and we'll end it there. I really sorry because I I really do like the turkey hunting thing, even though it's okay. not duck hunting. Yeah, we'll um, definitely be talking more about it though. 100%. Um. So Philly to you, buddy. Uh, Chris, Mike, again, an absolute pleasure to get to talk to you guys. Like it was an honor to be able to hunt with you guys last fall. It was an absolute pleasure to get to sit and talk with you guys briefly there at the Toronto Sportsman Show. Um, I wish you guys all the best in your channel. Keep putting out that content. Again, like your big game, your turkey, your waterfowl, you guys are doing great work. Keep it going. I want to see this flooded pond <laughs> come to fruition for you guys and yeah, hopefully yeah. and hopefully hold water yeah, yeah. but uh, again i wish you guys all the best and honestly like this spring if you guys want open invite come on with me and like to put at least one of you guys on a turkey sounds good dude. Sounds and if good. not and if not put you on a turkey at least we'll take least... pictures of us turkey hunting exactly yeah. there you go there you go get, get some content but again you guys are doing doing great work keep it up keep going thank you appreciate that absolutely thank you thanks Phil. mike uh just thanks for having us and giving us the platform to share our journey and yeah. uh, chat with you guys and um 
Well, 100% have you guys out to hunt camp this year. So we got to line something up. We got, I know we got yeah. to fill out last year, but if we get the whole, the whole thing, thing, yeah, that would be great. I'm just um, going to throw it out there. I've never shot a deer. Just throwing that out there. Never, ever shot a deer. I've only okay. ever deer hunted once, and that was with Rich Fanning last year oh, on, yeah. a, on a veteran's hunt. Well, we um, do a whole yeah. week on shotgun week, so... Awesome. I have to you know, get like, out there. It's been waterfowl season though, Damien. So oh no, absolutely not. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless the only no, way, the only way, the only way I'm I'm hunting deer is if we is if it's a, a duck hunt in the morning and then a sit that in could the actually afternoon. That yeah, that's the only way it would work with me. Because we take the week. Sometimes if we have a pretty successful deer hunt early in the week, we'll we'll we we'll do duck that. Hunt we'll duck hunt because some you reason guys... I know we're going going beyond our time here, but for some reason every time we're in the deer stand, the mallards are oh, seem to come through our area all the time. And then we'll be walking from our stand. They're in the flooded like cornfields. Yeah, we're just like. Really? Shit, right? <laughs> like for deer week and the, and the migration of the mallards every year. Every, every year, yeah, yeah it never guaranteed. Well, guaranteed. And if yeah, you were yeah. sitting, and if you were sitting in the duck blind, you'd ha you'd have that monster. You'd have that monster buck. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, no. thank you very much for for hosting us, and uh, we'll gotta do this again. Absolutely, Chris. Yeah, uh, like you said, thank you for having us on the show. It was good to reconnect with you guys as usual. I know we talk a bunch on Instagram and we connect yep. on there, but it was good to really see you kind of in person, if you want to call this in yeah. person, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, absolutely. We'll definitely have you at the camp this year. You can bring the boat down. We'll do some, some duck hunting in the morning, some deer in the afternoon, whatever works. Um, we'll make that would be cool to have the two, your guys' yeah, boat and my boat. boat. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. That would be really have, cool, uh, actually. We have a body of water that we're able to do that with, so that would be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, Maybe we can get Phil on to a widgeon. Yeah. Philly, yes. Philly shoots a widgeon. That's the yeah. episode. I'm with, with, the, with the yeah. 28. Oh, for fuck's sake. Put it in the archive. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, Boys, like thank great, you great. so much. Thanks so much for doing this. Um, and and I, I really do mean uh, I really do mean it when I say thanks so much for doing this, taking time out of your evening, coming on with us. It was a great episode. Yeah, I I love it. I'm biased. Um, I hope everybody that listens love it because there was a, a great amount of education, a great amount of, of some humble pie that was served up here tonight. And I hope everybody realizes exactly that you guys are 100% the type of people that we are and that we don't pretend to be anybody that we're not. We're just a group of friends that love hunting and love hanging out and talking about hunting. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, before I go, I do have to throw a shout out to Rocky Stockdale and River Rat Decoy Rigs. Listen, I get no money, nothing from Rocky for this, but I'm telling you, this is the sickest hat I've ever had. So please, if you take anything I say, go hit up Rocky because I love his hats buy a friggin' hat from Rocky because I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Union 0430. We are as advertised. We're not experts. We're not guides. We're not professionals. Just a bunch of friends that love one another's company and we love hanging out and talking about hunting. Until next time, we'll chat again. Big love.